Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Christina Cardoza, news editor of SD Times. As many of our listeners already know, data is becoming more prevalent than ever. It is a driving force behind businesses, but the amount of data coming in is not slowing down, and it can be overwhelming. In this podcast, we talk to Jason Barris, Senior Vice President of Developer Tools for the software company Infragistics. Jason will try to help us understand how we can navigate through the data to keep customers happy and businesses successful. Hey, Jason, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Christina. Thanks for having me. So why don't we just start off since, you know, um, data is coming in at such a rapid rate and software landscape is ever changing. Why don't we just start off with some of the trends you're currently seeing in the space? Sure. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I was at a Gartner conference last uh, December, I believe, November, December, and the numbers were just staggering uh, when you think about how data and analytics and then you add services on top of that is in the hundreds of billions of dollars a year in potential revenue, which means there's a lot of innovation. So there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of innovation. And I think what we're seeing a lot of is companies Um, So there's like two phases where companies are maybe still trying to get their feet wet in data, um, but they see what's out there and available. So you're going to see concepts like data storytelling, which is getting a lot of press lately around the context around the data, not just showing data. Uh, Natural language processing is another big trend, but a lot of companies really aren't there yet. They know the technology is there. They have to try it, but it's still a little bit early uh, artificial intelligence. I was actually just watching a webinar today on artificial intelligence and seeing how AI is making its way into the enterprise in so many different ways. But data, uh, at having AI act on that data is a huge trend. And it's really um, how the future is going to be shaped as far as um, how we do our jobs, how we you know, buy clothes, how we order food. But it's all driven by data coming in from somewhere normally crowdsource data from people like you and I, um, just kind of going about our daily lives, but it's getting, uh, data is getting collected somewhere and people are making um, smarts out of it. And then the other big topic that we, when we talk to customers, we go to conferences, um, we read about is governance. So compliance, privacy, who has access to data, um, who's in control of the data, who decides um, who can see data, even in an enterprise, if you think of Um, The fact that, yeah, uh, we do want to push data out. We want to be smarter about making decisions. Who's the one determining who has access to a sales dashboard? Um, How is that governed? How is that data protected? Are we ensuring that we're keeping private information private, not only from corporate data, but from an individual's private data as well? So I think there's a lot happening. Um, I still see we're very early in how companies are really trying to figure this out. Um, but it's a pretty uh, exciting space to be in right now. Great. So it sounds like there are a number of different ways to tackle the data in addition to all the data coming in. So for those beginners who are late to the game and they're just getting their feet wet in a data first initiative, what are some entry points um, you know that you can advise them to begin? Yeah, I think the biggest um, the biggest message is to, consider what the business actually needs. So think about that business outcome. So no different than if you're building a new software application, either for within your business or um, you're trying to sell to the market, you need to really understand what the customer wants and what that business outcome is. Uh, And and, and that's something that's often missed where um, when you think about, hey, we have all this data, people have had it in spreadsheets, they did charts, 
and that was good enough. But really, that was all they had. That was the only thing they could get. So now when we evolve and we start looking at all of these possibilities with data, you're talking about machine learning, interactive dashboards, drill downs, data on your mobile device. Uh, you know, what is the business really going to do with that information or is it just data? So when you think about the business outcome, you can actually say, hey, there's, here's some performance metrics. Um, here's some business process that we may have to improve because our metrics aren't there. But ultimately, the business goal is to um, sell more or be more responsive to customers or um, reduce inventory faster. So having that business outcome in mind before you go down this big path of, hey, let's start creating dashboards because we already have these spreadsheets. Um, talk to your customers and understand what they need. No different than if you were to follow a UX process designing software. Now, I know um, sometimes what the business wants doesn't necessarily align to what the customers want. So how do you make sure that you're on the same page with your business outcomes and your customer requests? Yeah, I think that's that's critical. So we have um, at Infragistics, we've gone through the same process internally. There needs to be some sort of cultural shift where people do truly look at the, the data as a piece of that customer experience as the user experience that needs to get delivered downstream to someone, be it your sales manager or be it to an external customer. So always including customers and getting that feedback and truly understanding. And then whoever is responsible for the delivery aspect in the enterprise, they need to be empowered to improve a business process or recommend improvement of a business process. Because oftentimes, you know, you may have this vision, like we're going to go down this path and everyone's going to be smarter because we're going to have dashboards and we're going to have metrics and the business is just going to grow. Well, that's really not how it works. Um, how it works is, you know, you, you want those dashboards, you want those metrics, you need to understand the business outcome, but the process that's driving that needs to be in line as well. So even something as simple as, um, you know, we want to improve, um, a, bi a big thing is conversion rate. So every Every marketing podcast you listen to today is about people trying to figure out how to improve uh, conversion rates. So then you're like, okay, well, how do we get more downloads? Is it really about the metric of the downloads or is it really about better downloads or better subscribers to then convert them? Because sales is going to say, we need, more, uh, we, we, we need more leads. Marketing says, well, we have high, highly qualified leads, so you need less leads. So ensuring that the business process is delivering what that end customer needs will get you those results. There's this, um, this concept, it's called the Hawthorne effect that I was reading about where the data gets improved based on the fact, or not the data, but people improve process based on the fact that they know they're being watched. And then as soon as they're not being watched, they kind of go back and revert to their old ways. Um, and that's also important when you start looking at this metrics, it's not set it and forget it. You constantly have to be in tune with what the business outcome was supposed to be and that your business process is driving those metrics to ensure that you're getting the results that uh, the business actually expects. Now, speaking um, about this cultural shift, how do things need to change at the development team level? Are there any new skills that they need to equip themselves with or any mindset changes that they need to be um, you know, aware of? Yeah, I think the biggest the, the biggest challenge is around uh, the culture of the company or the division or whatever piece of the organization is really trying to drive 
um, a data and analytics story into their decision-making process. So, I mean, obviously their skills. So of course um, it would be nice if everyone had a data scientist, someone who understood machine learning um, and all these, you know, really kind of modern uh, titles and modern skill sets that go along with, you know, any conference that you'll go to on data analytics and, and services, et cetera. But really pushing down the culture means we have a vision. We want to improve something about our business and we need everyone's help. And we're going to democratize this data. Everyone will be able to make better decisions. Um, so you need to be part of the solution. And I think that's a big thing from a cultural perspective is that everyone's involved uh, and everyone will have access to help drive this. Um, process is another thing, um, ensuring that people are empowered to change the process. So if I'm a developer and it's always like business as usual, um, and I'm kind of like, well, they're never going to improve this. I've been telling them this for years. Well, now is the time to really see if you can get management to shift some of that process um, to drive maybe the information that's needed where they can start making better decisions on those goals. And there's all kinds of things that can go along with that. So yeah, maybe you need to learn skills in data modeling. I think the first thing would just be catalog what, what is the data that you have? And then you can figure out, well, how do we need to model this data? Um, how do we know that there's quality in the data? So having someone that's actually responsible for ensuring that the data is of the quality needed to drive the metrics that can actually drive those outcomes. There's titles like data engineers, um, of course, analytics uh, integrators, all these new titles. But at the end of the day, what you need is to understand the data that you have, people that are comfortable um, ensuring that the process is being allowed to change to drive those business metrics. So from a title perspective, I think if I'm a developer, um, maybe I would maybe think about learning something around, hey, how do I, how does a data scientist do their job? Um, how would I look at what I'm doing a little bit differently, knowing that I'm trying to deliver data to an analyst and model it differently so then we can drive metrics to someone to make better business decisions? Now, for, um, you know, the more experienced companies who have been successful at this, is there anything that you see that they're doing right that others can take away from them? Um, I think what other successful companies are doing right, um, at the end of the day, they probably went through quite a, a period of experimentation and patience. So I don't think like anyone just nails this like in the first try, like, hey, we're, we're going to um, completely architect our enterprise now to be data driven and all of a sudden, all of our data has the right models. We have the people that understand it. We have the people that can uh, drive new process to get to those metrics and then improve whatever business outcomes we're looking for. That takes time. So I think the, the early adopters of some of these tools have had patience and they've sort of had this learning approach to figuring out how do we model this? How do we uh, figure out what the right tools are? Um, and, and that will drive those business outcomes. So even, even um, you know, I was, I was just in Japan uh, maybe three, four months ago when we were launching our reveal product. And uh, one of the interviewers said, hey, you know, everyone in Japan already has business intelligence. Why, why do you think they need more? And so that mentality of we already have business intelligence really means, well, we're still in that phase one where we do have a lot of data. 
it's in Excel spreadsheets. We're getting automated reports, but it's not democratized down to the user. And getting it down to the user where they can self-serve, they can do their own analytics and understanding to improve things at that level and it will all bubble up does take time. It does take patience. And I think that's most likely what some of the more successful companies um, have done over the last you know, several years. Uh, because if you think about it, it's really been like 2015, 2016, um, when we started to hear a lot about um, you know, data in this respect, data and analytics. And now the market's literally exploded uh, in the last three to four years. Now, what are um, some other challenges that businesses have to get over when it comes to dealing with the influx of data? Um, so, I mean, obviously there's the people issue. Um, do we have the skill sets? Do we have um, the competencies to deal with it? So that's when you may start looking at a, like some of the developers, for example, or um, business analysts adapting their skills to be more in line with what's required uh, to, 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 to use this data, to understand what to do with this data. Culture, I mentioned, uh, governance is a big thing. Um, of course, all of this is influencing process. Uh, so when, when you're getting a lot of data, like we all get a lot of data today. So everyone probably is getting a lot of data from their websites, from their applications. Everything's monitored, metered, maybe IoT devices. There's a lot of incoming data. It doesn't necessarily mean we're using that data. So in in order to be effective at this, you need the people, the process, the governance, um, but you need to make sure that you're measuring the right thing uh, and that you're really focused on that business outcome. I, it's not about just having a bunch of dashboards. So when you walk in the morning and you have the sales dashboard, well, that's great, but is that really telling the story? Are those the metrics that really matter to drive the business? Um, so I think that's part of it is, you know, all this data is coming in. Do we know what it do we know how to use it effectively and do all those things line up? People, process, skills, competencies, et cetera. Is there governance there? Um, and then you know who has access to it. So I think it's kind of all tied together with a lot of your questions, kind of triangulating on either I'm new at this data analytics BI um, road, or I you know think we're doing it already and we have you know terabytes of data that we want to start using. Um, you know, how do we really get there? So since you said that this space is still early days, how do you see this playing out over the next couple of years? Is there anything that we can expect um, coming from the data and from businesses continuing to work with the data? Yeah, I think where we're really early, um, so we all have data and we have tons of data. We'll never be able to hire enough people to figure out how to effectively use that data. So we have to depend on artificial intelligence, on augmented intelligence to actually use the data. So this data intelligence is really everywhere. You know, we have databases full of stuff. Now, do we have to um, hire people? No, we can't do that because we need thousands of people. So we need to build um, tools like artificial intelligence to help us use that data in better ways. So if we look at people-centric usage of data, which means that, hey, I'm the I'm a salesperson and I'm trying to hit my numbers for the month, we have 30 years of historical data for the month of August or September. 
How's that going to help me deliver my numbers this month? Well, artificial intelligence can help us do that. So I really think AI is at the very beginning of where um, it needs to be to really make sense of the data, to really make it people-centric, to really help people be productive in their jobs um, and in their lives. I mean, when you think about um, some of the early uh, things where even Amazon tried to use a level of artificial intelligence to help you pick out the clothes that you want. Um, I think eventually we're going to get to the point where you go to something like Amazon.com and it's going to, you know, it's going to be 90% accurate on exactly what you want that day um, to order um, for clothing, for whatever. And every business needs to get there internally and externally. So it's not just SaaS-based consumer. It's within the enterprise. How can we drive revenue? How can we drive growth? Um, which are the ultimate um, metrics, but there's all other metrics that drive into that. So how do we drive um, better customer response time? How are we checking customer satisfaction? Well, we have all this data. How is AI uh, going to help us uh, get there? And the interesting thing about AI and machine learning and models is there's this new wave of open source uh, for data scientists who are publishing models, which anyone can use. So if you're a small business and you're in a development team of like five guys or three guys and you want to start using maybe some sort of AI or predictive analytics on your data, you can search the web and find open source models that you can apply to your data and actually have a level of AI without having a data scientist on your staff or without having some of those really advanced capabilities on your staff. So I think that AI also gets democratized somewhat over the next three to five years where um, it'll just be part of our natural way of doing business where the AI, be it, uh, be it bots or just be it software that our developers are integrating is going to help us drive better decisions. Great. Thanks, Jason. I believe that's all the time we're going to have for today. Um, is there any final thoughts or any key takeaways you want to leave our listeners with? Uh, no, I think um, thanks for, uh, thanks for having us today. I think this is, or at the very beginning of some a pretty um, incredible capabilities with data within our enterprises, especially around AI. And I think there's tons of opportunity for everyone from developers to product managers to business analysts um, to really make an impact on their companies, uh, driving better decision making with uh, data analytics uh, and everything that goes along with it. Okay, great. Well, thanks for joining us today, Jason. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Christina.